Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm CB Drogi. This week, The Trees Were Her Children by Justin Yonke. Under the silver light of the retiring moon, Millie walked her orchards, row after row of fruits of palm and stone. She relished the dew glittering around her bare ankles and the whirring of the starry wind through the branches. As she searched for signs of blight, she sang soft melodies, amusing herself by harmonizing with the crickets, who always disappeared at first light. Selecting a piece at random, gently compressing the meat inside and studying its skin under the moonlight, she would eat the fruit on the way back to the crumbling plantation house she worked so hard to maintain on her own. While she finished the fruit, she sat at her kitchen table and pondered what her hands would look like when they began to wrinkle. Her skin was still taut and firm, her hair still shined gold in the sunlight. Sometimes she read from a book of poems while she waited for the coffee water to boil. Other times she casually flipped through a farmer's almanac, talking to the book as if it were a friend at the table. Who in their right mind would want to build a lightning rod? That's how my cousin Mookie was killed. He climbed up on the wrought iron cemetery fence during a storm and got what he wanted. All we found of him was his teeth. She ate a piece of cheese while she washed out her coffee cup. If she was doing hard work that day, she'd drop pralines into her apron. While she worked, she sang loud, out-of-tune songs that sounded like sea shanties. The nearest neighbor was a mile away, and she'd not seen him since she threatened to murder him, after what he'd done to her in the orchard. Millie carried a pistol on her hip, and shot in the general direction of the crows that would sometimes light on her trees. She fired the pistol liberally, with no concern for hitting anything other than the sky. When the weather turned cool, she would sleep under a thick, heavy blanket of stars. So many of you, only one of me. What are you doing up there so far away? Do you see me? Probably not, but I see you, that's something. She lulled at the heavens before falling asleep. Sometimes the heavens would respond with a shooting star, or Mars would become visible. What do you want from me? I never asked to be born. I never asked for any of this. Mars twinkled back, but otherwise remained silent. One night, in late fall, when the wind was crisp and a particularly stunning sturgeon moon hung over the orchards like an ornament, Millie had a dream. A swarm of white crows descended upon her orchards. Cackling and screeching, they picked the orchards clean, stripped the bark, continued on to the wood itself, and ate all the way down to the roots. Millie saw herself walk into the orchard with the pistol out of its holster. She fired into the air, fell to her knees, and wept. The ground became soft, and she sank her calloused fingers into the soil and brought it to her mouth. She ate a handful of the soil, tasting the destruction in the dirt. A single white crow sat on a fallen branch that had survived the frenzy. Millie raised the weapon and shot the crow dead with the first shot. The bird fell to the ground and disappeared into the earth. 
She cried for her trees and the soil, for the fruit and for herself. As she lay weeping, a majestic white peacock walked into the demolished orchard and spread its tail feathers into a fan, casting a stained-glass shimmer over her. Millie stopped crying and stared at the elegant bird. Mars has heard your prayers. Replant your trees. Your orchards will bear the fruit of the gods. Butterflies the color of fresh milk covered her body as she slept. My orchards are destroyed. I'm alone, she responded. No longer replant. Your next harvest will taste like the tears of angels. Now wake up. You have work to do. Filled with ecstasy, she woke to see the butterflies made of milk fluttering away. The sturgeon moon was fading. Millie ran from the orchard toward the main house. She hadn't run in years and was out of breath when she reached the outbuilding that contained the tools and equipment she relied upon to keep the plantation from rotting into the earth. A saw taller than herself leaned against the wall. She didn't notice the large cut on her hand as she ran from the building back to the orchards. Dawn broke as the butterflies returned to the orchard to watch her work. She sunk the teeth of the long blade into the trunk of a black persimmon tree. Her muscles pulled and resisted, and the wood fought, but after a half hour the tree was felled. The noonday sun beat down upon her head as she sang an out-of-tune song and pulled the saw across the flesh of more trees. She was halfway through the first orchard. Stumps rose from the earth like soldiers halved at the waist, and their limbs were scattered across the ground. Surveying the destruction of her children, she pulled the gun from its holster and emptied it into the sky. She did not cry. The butterflies drifted up and away, confident she would finish what she started. This has been The Trees Were Her Children, written by Justin Yonke. Manowaker Studios' Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash manowaker to find out more. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manowaker Studios' director of Dice is Ben Baston. The podcast is produced, edited, and narrated by me, C.B. Drogi. You can follow me on Twitter at C-B-D-R-O-E-G-E. Thanks for listening. Thank you.